How badly do you want to quit your day job so you can work in your business full time? If you're a side hustling entrepreneur who's still working a full-time job, you are probably asking yourself almost daily these days, when should I quit my job? Friends, I'm here to tell you, you are asking the wrong question. Over the past 20 years, I have watched many entrepreneurs set, leave my job as a business goal, only to reach it and then watch their businesses dry up. They were so focused on leaving their job that they weren't looking five and 10 years ahead into how they would keep their business growing over time. The more important question you need to be asking yourself is, where am I going? Leaving your job needs to be a side effect of your business growth. You wanna leave your job when your business demands your full-time effort in order to grow to the next level. Welcome to the Work Less, Play More podcast for busy entrepreneurs who are ready to ditch the hustle, stop burning out on busy work, and get back to having a life. My name is Lindsay Johnson, AKA The Radical Connector, and I've spent the last 10 years teaching first-time entrepreneurs, how to get customers and make money. Listen in as I chat with other hustle recovering business owners as we share our top tips for, you guessed it, working less and playing more. Let's do this. Hello friends, welcome back to another week of the Work Less Play More podcast. I am super psyched to be diving into today's topic, when should I quit my job? Okay, real talk. How badly do you want to quit your day job so you can work in your business full time? If you're a side hustling entrepreneur who's still working a full-time job, you are probably asking yourself almost daily these days, when should I quit my job? Friends, I'm here to tell you, you are asking the wrong question. Over the past 20 years, I have watched many entrepreneurs set, leave my job as a business goal, only to reach it and then watch their businesses dry up. They were so focused on leaving their job that they weren't looking five and 10 years ahead into how they would keep their business growing over time. Because they weren't looking further down the road, they didn't have a plan in place to get there, which means that they weren't building a solid foundation to support further growth after they they left their steady paycheck behind. The more important question you need to be asking yourself is, where am I going? Leaving your job needs to be a side effect of your business growth. You wanna leave your job when your business demands your full-time effort in order to grow to the next level. I'm gonna throw a few questions out to you and I recommend hitting pause, opening a notebook, grabbing your phone and writing these questions down because you need to be thinking about them before you think about leaving your job. Number one, where do you want your company to be in five years? and in 10 years. Number two, what other services, products, locations, etc., will you add on? Number three, how will you scale for faster growth, robust revenue, and hopefully intentionally less effort? And number four, what is your evolutionary vision for your company? What about for you as a business owner and for your life? How do you want things to evolve over the years? You need to start thinking beyond just leaving your job. Don't be basic. And you need to think about your bigger, bolder vision for your life. Remember, entrepreneurship is a tool for creating the life of your wildest dreams. When done right, entrepreneurship will eventually give you the freedom to do what you want, when you want, where you want, and with who you want. Now, Obviously, it's still going to take a few years of a lot of focused, intentional, and sometimes scary work, but you need to start thinking about your business in years, not months, and you need to think beyond just quitting your job. What is the future of your business and your life going to look like? Over the past 20 years working with entrepreneurs, I find that they generally fall into two camps. Those who want to build themselves a nine to five style of job where they get to be their own boss. They're keeping it simple, showing up to do the job, and then getting back to life. They're most likely focusing on a single product or service that they can deliver directly, like a web designer, personal trainer, freelance copywriter, or therapist, and then showing up to the office, doing their thing, closing their laptop, and keep 
keeping it moving. There's also those who want to build an empire with a vision far beyond what they're working on right now. They're working towards building teams, subcontractors, and other professionals who can help them scale their business into something huge and far-reaching. They're exploring several revenue streams, including passive revenue and various products and services. They're also likely getting active in the content marketing game, YouTube, podcasts, blogs, and of course, social media like TikTok, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Facebook. Both are totally valid, and whichever camp you choose will be based on your vision for your life beyond just entrepreneurship. And it is super important to know which camp you fall into because it will impact your offerings, your sales flow, and business development strategy, i.e. how you get customers and make money. It's also going to dictate what you must do and what you can ditch as you enter the world of digital marketing and content creation. If you fall into the empire builder camp, what is your big, bold vision for your company 10 years from now? 20 years from now? What services or products do you see yourself adding on? Do you see yourself writing a book, speaking on stages around the world, being interviewed by your idols because of how badass you are? Maybe you want to host giant conferences or intimate retreats, perhaps build a large community impacting millions of people around the world. How about millions of followers on social media with ridiculously fun collaborations with some of your favorite content creators? Or if you're like me, maybe you want to have a kick-ass team doing most of the heavy lifting on the behind the scenes work so you can spend your time creating fun content online and traveling around the world to work, play, and connect with interesting people. Get clear on your big, bold business vision and reverse engineer the steps that you need to take to get there. You want to vision your 10 and 20 year plan for your business and your life and then reverse engineers your goals into an action plan for each year. It's about looking at your business plan in stages and breaking down what you need to do and the foundations you need to build at each stage to get you to the next. For example, when I wanted to create Irresistible Entrepreneurs, my online community for entrepreneurs, I knew first I would have to develop my own signature program. Developing a signature program meant that I needed time in the field working with entrepreneurs and perfecting my own process so I can distill that into an effective and successful online program. I also needed to establish my reputation, credibility, and track record for results. Plus, I needed to build a community of entrepreneurs who are aligned with and will need what my program offers. All of this required connecting with the right people and perfecting my own process so I could actually work one-on-one -on -one with folks in order to perfect my process. I also needed to spend time building and nurturing my community and building my brand recognition and reputation out in the world, which in my case started with hosting monthly events and speaking all over the place, and of course, a massive amount of networking. Then it flipped into showing up online, creating a community for new entrepreneurs online, hosting online events, public speaking online into the right audiences, and of course, creating online content like blogs, podcasts, YouTubes, and more. All of these little tiny activities were crucial in the growth stage of my business journey, where I proved my business idea had legs and people not only needed what I was offering, but they were also willing to pay for it. And during all of this time, yep, I still worked. Now, did I work a traditional job? Heck no, I didn't. This is not my first business. And I knew the work required for a business. I knew the energy it took. I knew the personal growth involved. And I just knew the volume of work I'd have to be doing to get my business off the ground and get it profitable and build my reputation out in the world. So what did I do? Well, at the time I was living in Toronto. And of course, if you're from Canada, you know that is one of the most expensive cities in the country. I think it's tied with Vancouver or maybe just surpassed it. So I moved into a house with three other roommates and I reduced my living expenses as much as I could so I would have enough money to be able to reinvest in my business and also to pay for the activities and things that I would need to build my business. Things like memberships to organizations, parking and ticket fees for different events, having a budget for my wardrobe and for meals out and networking drinks 
drinks, different clubs and organizations that gave me access to the kinds of people I wanted to meet, whether they were other leaders in my industry, people who could open some cool doors for me or give me access to potential customers. And then of course, my business expenses, websites, email programs, Calendly, Zoom, computers, hardware, software, all those things. And then of course, any books, any courses, any programs, or any other people that I wanted to hire to help me grow. I knew from experience, and I hope you're hearing me when I say this, that building a business takes way longer than you think it's going to and also costs a heck of a lot more. And while I'm a fan of the bootstrapping entrepreneur and that's what I teach, how to bootstrap, where not to spend your money and where to invest, I knew that I was going to need some money, not just for my business, but also for the events and organizations and communities I wanted to be a part of to put me in the right place at the right time. So yes, I worked. I worked part-time. I had two part-time jobs. One was as a nanny, which I totally fell into. It was a total shock to me. I went onto Craigslist and being the pretty awesome copywriter I am, I created an ad saying, hey, I'm figuring out my next steps. Let me help you around the house. And bam, next thing I knew, I was a nanny. And it was perfect because it allowed me the flexibility and the freedom to work on my jobs in between hanging out with the kids. And also it was a low stress, fun thing to do on the side to pay my bills. I also went into ad sales and I sold advertisements for an online publication. Selling is something I've been doing since I was very young. I love doing sales. I love connecting with people. And of course it was still in the space of entrepreneurship and small business. So I was right at home. And I worked these two jobs part-time and fit in my own business around it. Eventually, within a year or two, my business got busy and I had to leave the ad sales behind. And then very quickly after that, my business needed more of me. It needed my time and, and full 100% effort. And so I left the nannying behind. Now I will tell you financially, it wasn't even. I was still making a bit more with my two part-time jobs than I was through my business, but my business needed me. I'd reached a point where I could not grow my business anymore if I didn't give it more time. And so I made that scary leap, kept an eye on my finances and did the activities that I knew were going to bring in revenue so I wasn't scrambling to pay my rent, let alone my bill for my website. I hope that painted a bit of a picture for you around my earlier stages of entrepreneurship. I've actually created a couple of graphics that shows people what my schedule looked like before I was full-time in my business and after. I have a link for those two graphics on the show notes. So click the link in the show notes and you'll be able to come and have a look at how I structured my schedule before and after. And I want you to keep in mind, if you are in the growth stage, which is where I was, you're going to be doing a lot of work, including tons of experimentation and trial and error to uncover what people want, what works at converting strangers into customers and mapping out your personalized sales flow. And you're going to be hanging out in that growth stage until you generate $100,000 in revenue from your bestseller, the big idea that you eventually will scale. Now you've probably heard me reference the idea growth and scale stage of business. Do you know what stage you are in? Let's break it down. The idea stage. That's where you're generally still playing around with what your business is all about. You're figuring out your business name, your niche, your branding and your offerings. You're more than likely less than a year into your business and you've probably generated less than $25,000 at this point. If you're in the growth stage, your business is up and running. You know your niche, you know your offerings. You've even landed a few customers. You're probably still figuring out your sales flow, how to get customers quickly and easily, as well as your position in the market and the types of content your market resonates with the most. You're starting to get busy and figure out your thing 
but you've not yet generated $100,000 in revenue based off your thing, based off your top seller. Now, when we get into the scale stage, and this is sort of like a pre-scale slash scale. At this point, you've nailed down your top sellers. You know your thing, okay? Customers are flowing to you quickly and easily. You know your unique position in the market and are creating content that converts strangers into customers. You've definitely surpassed $100,000 in revenue and are getting ridiculously busy. You are ready to explore passive revenue streams, outsourcing to virtual assistants or social media managers and other professionals, and you're probably ready to invest in marketing and advertising. This is where you get into the point of, I'm too busy, I can't do this on my own, and I want to explore what else is out there for my business. This is when we get into the work less, play more phase. Now, I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you some real talk, okay? I'm gonna give you some real talk and I'm gonna bust some myths right now. The idea to scale journey is typically five to seven years depending on how much time you have to give your business and those RGAs, those revenue generating activities, how quickly you uncover what works and what doesn't and pivot as needed, and how much you let fear and perfectionism stop you from taking action. So a common time frame in moving from idea to scale looks like this. Idea stage is generally six months to a year. Growth stage is around one to three years and scale stage is two to three years. So what does that mean? idea stage, six months to one year. So this is when you're still just figuring everything out and putting the pieces together, figuring out what people want and how to connect with the right people and get them to buy from you. Growth stage is one to three years. And yeah, that's a pretty big span of time. And that again is gonna depend on how quickly you're able to figure out what works and what doesn't at turning strangers into customers and getting the heck out of your own way getting to work on those RGAs, even the scary ones, and getting money coming in the door. Then scale stage, two to three years. So scale stage is where you're really bridging your business from one-on-one -on -one work, you selling directly to people, into more of an automated online sales funnel, passive revenue type of situation. And that doesn't just happen overnight, primarily because A, you're super busy because of all the business you're doing from the growth stage, and then B, you generally have to create a ton of stuff in the back end to be able to convert your top sellers into something that is passive, automated, and scalable. Wait, wait, hold on. Not six months like almost every single online business expert promises. Oi, this is where I'm going to say, I hate to burst your bubble, friends, but no. I have never met an entrepreneur who's gone from zero, not even an idea, to scaling their business into passive revenue streams and hiring teams to do the heavy lifting while hitting six and seven figures in six months. Most entrepreneurs haven't even gotten over their fear of doing a Facebook Live or doing a sales call in those first six months. And no shade, this is part of the learning process. But while all these business experts are promising six months from zero to 100K, six months from zero to seven figures, it's simply not true. Come on, think about it. So much of early stage entrepreneurship is figuring out what the heck it even means to be a business owner and who you are and who your market is and getting out of your own way from all the insecurities and fears and imposter syndrome and afraid of putting yourself out there and perfectionism that come up, which by the way is super important in business. Every stage of business, idea, growth and scale, you are gonna have different challenges, different fears, different insecurities, different skills to learn and all of those open the door for you to be able to build a rock solid business and be unshakably confident in who you are, who your business is, and what you are here to do. And I'm telling you right now, if you've never built a business before, there are very specific skills that you have to learn and master, not to mention, as I said, all those internal blocks to success you're going to have to work through. 
Whew, okay. <laughs> There's that tough love wrapped in sugar that I'm known for. But listen, I am not doing anyone a service by sugarcoating or making entrepreneurship seem like this fantasy that's really easy. When you talk to people who've hit upper six and seven figures, are they saying it's easy? No, they're saying it was hard work. They're not lying. It's hard work. And you know what it is? It's a volume. It's a volume thing, friends. There's a lot of work, a lot of different hats that you have to wear. So let's just ditch that zero to six figures in six month myth and know that if somebody is pitching that to you, they're trying to get you to buy something because it's simply not true. Let's reframe the way we look at ourselves as business owners and let's look at that 5, 10, 15, 20 year plan and not think in the short term around how do I quit my job. Think about how you're going to use entrepreneurship as a tool to create a wildly fantastic life well beyond quitting your job. I want quitting your job to be something that you forgot you ever had to do because the new life that you're building is so fantastic. So what is the life of your wildest dreams? What do you want? How do you want entrepreneurship to support your life? You need to break down your big, bold business vision into stages and then think about how you're laying the foundations along the way. Then make sure your daily business activities are serving your current stage of growth. It's important to get into the habit of consistently checking in and making sure you're not doing things in your business that will take you off course of your current stage of growth. If you're in the idea stage, Focus on that market research, getting up close and personal with the folks who you want to work with and testing content to see what resonates. And then, oh my goodness, get your first offering up and running so you can start selling it. If you're in the growth stage, focus the bulk of your time on your RGAs. If you haven't heard me say it yet, the four fast and free revenue generating activities that I teach are networking, public speaking, community building, and list building seo friendly content creation your objective in the growth stage is to grow grow your audience grow your list grow your customer base grow your revenue grow your reputation grow your network grow 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 i want you to spend your time growing the things that matter so you can get yourself to a hundred thousand fast. Then once you're in the scale stage, it's about bridging your high touch RGAs to automated systems, outsourcing your busy work and turning your top seller into something passive and scalable so you can earn more while working less. Now let's get back to quitting your job. Let's get real about leaving your job to be a full-time entrepreneur. There are times when leaving your job may be necessary. For example, if you're working in a toxic environment and it's affecting your health and quality of life, or if your job is literally taking all of your time and energy, leaving you nothing left to give to your company. In these cases, you may decide to find other work or something part-time or less demanding so that you have more to give your company, similar to what I did. Something that still provides a steady paycheck so you can still pay your bills without unnecessary pressure on you and your business. You may also have financial support outside your job and leaving it to focus on your business is doable. Whether you have a partner or family member who's able to support you financially or you get a grant or a loan, if you have the financial support that you need to leave your job, I'm going to say make sure you have a plan and a solid strategy so you know exactly what to do every day. Because again, Ooh, I'm just ranting away today, friends. Again, I have seen people 
who have financial support leave a job but don't know what to do. And so they burn through that money really quickly and have nothing to show for it at the end and have to go back to the nine to five. And also understand it does take time to grow your business and a steady income stream. As I said earlier, it always takes longer than you think. And it also takes more money than you think to get a company off the ground. Operating expenses, professional services, events and memberships, clothing, travel and health expenses, especially if you no longer have health coverage from your job. If you have enough funds to support you for at least two years outside of your business and you know what you're doing or are working with a business coach to guide you, go for it. If you're not used to generating customers and keeping your calendar full of revenue generating activities on your own, you're going to end up being one of those folks who leaves their job and then twiddles their thumb, writes their 20th blog or creates their 50th TikTok but aren't bringing money in. And then back you go. Having a job, even something part-time to pay your bills while you figure out your business can be a life and business saver. Don't be so quick to leave your job. Instead, flip your perspective. If you know that your future, your big, bold vision for your life is through entrepreneurship, is through your business, what you do to pay your rent or your mortgage or put food on the table becomes inconsequential. So you do what you got to do to pay the bills and put money back into your business and then you get to work building your future. Let's take a moment to talk about one of my favorite subjects circulating social media right now, the great resignation. Now that most of us have had almost two years off of working from home and everyone's bosses are demanding that you come back to the office, you're starting to have a change of heart. You're realizing how the lifestyle you've been living is healthy and good for you and you don't want to go back to the long commute, to the office politics, to the expense of driving and parking and transit and lunches out. I mean, jeepers creepers, who wants to wear pants? Is anybody else wearing pants these days? I mean, at least not stretchy, comfy, fuzzy pants. The other thing is a lot of people are getting wise to the fact that they're working for pennies while their employer charges a premium for your labor. And I'm gonna share a controversial opinion right now and it may ruffle some feathers. If you have skills, expertise, or experience that other people want, working for a corporation instead of yourself is for suckers. I said it. Don't shoot me. But think about it. Your employer farms out your expertise at a premium rate to their customers while paying you a fraction of what your expertise is actually worth. Now, let's bring in a nuance. I get it. It's not as simple as having marketable skills. Building a business is a lot of work and is inherently risky, as many entrepreneurs experienced at the beginning of the pandemic. Hello, great pivot of 2020. But let's get back to the great resignation. So many people are waking up to the scam. That is working for an employer instead of yourself. And if you're courageous, up for a challenge, and a-okay with uncertainty, and feeling your way through the dark into something amazing, you've got to give entrepreneurship a try. And if you're going to make the leap into entrepreneurship, make sure you make room in your budget to invest in someone who can show you the ropes and teach you how to turn your brilliance into a profitable business. As I said, it is nuanced. Just because you have a marketable skill doesn't mean you know how to market it. And if you don't know how to market it, you have to learn that. That is a business skill. Now I'll tell you right now, if you haven't looked into Irresistible Entrepreneurs Academy, you might want to look at joining us. It's one of the only ridiculously affordable communities for bootstrapping entrepreneurs that includes frameworks, templates, roadmaps, and action plans, actual business skills, and roadmaps for incorporating them and plans for working them, plus live coaching every dang week for each stage of business. Idea? growth, scale, and then a bonus week all about automations and sales funnels. We focus on using the power of social media and other online tools like content marketing, sales funnels, and automations so that technology and the internet can do 
50 to 80% of the work for you. Remember, work less, play more, friends. That's what we're all about. Now, I've got a link for you in the show notes so you can go have a peek if you think that entrepreneurship is where you want to go or you've already made the leap and you want to get serious about learning these business skills and how to leverage the power of social media and the internet to do the bulk of the heavy lifting for you, you need to come and hang out with us. You will know it's right to leave your job when you've got a solid system that is effectively bringing in revenue, even if it's not quite enough to live off yet, and your business is at a point where it can't grow anymore without your full-time effort. If you're part of the great resignation, don't F around. Invest in someone who can teach you how to get your business off the ground and making money. Leaving your job should be a fun perk or side effect of your business growth, not your goal. I want you to think bigger, dream bolder, and then plan the heck out of the next few years to make it happen. Friends, thank you so much for hanging out with me today. If you haven't already, be sure to come join my group on Facebook, Rad Connectors, where we do free monthly workshops and I provide oodles of content to help you get your business off the ground and making money in a way that feels flipping fantastic. Big hugs all around, happy connecting. I will see you online. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you wanna learn more about joining my community for new entrepreneurs who wanna ditch the busy work and discover how to work less and play more all the way to six figures and beyond, please visit theradicalconnector.com. Check out today's show notes for all the juicy resources we covered. If you loved what you've heard, subscribe and leave a review. Happy connecting. I will see you online.